Men love control. And if you travel through the ages, it is hard to overlook the abundant amount of religious organizations and movements and denominations and sects and cults who have attempted to take control of people by using God's word. This is something we see even in the day of Yeshua, of Jesus, when the Pharisees came and they had this idea that the way that we are saved, you, you need to first convert into Judaism. You need to get circumcised. And only after that circumcision of the flesh will you ever truly be saved. But that is a complete contradiction to God's word. God's word never connected salvation to any one work or act, including circumcision. But see, not only circumcision, we, we see this in the way that people are ought to dress or the way they ought to have their hair done or, or the way that they ought to be baptized by this or that name. And if it's not by this or that name, it's wrong. And the fact of the matter is, brother and sister, men love control. And they will add their traditions of men and what seems right to a man, things of the flesh bolted onto the word of God to try and control people. And the fruit of these movements is evident. It is powerless religious observance that lacks the power and the fulfillment of the Holy Spirit that enables good fruit to grow on the tree. You see, you can't have that happen unless you are circumcised in the heart. You see, circumcision of the flesh was something that was only ever to happen after circumcision of the heart happens first. It is only a picture given by God to demonstrate and communicate to us how we are supposed to be changed in the heart first by God. God is the one who changes hearts. And after that happens, then we have the flesh that follows what happens inside first. You see, this is what many never get. It's this thing of these men coming and saying, if you just do this, 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 then you can become part of our club. Then you can become saved. Then you come. And with this, they planted the burdens on the shoulders of men because see brothers and sisters anything that is not from the word of God anything that is added becomes a burden and you see if it takes away from the word if it's something that you need to do something extra you need to do to get this acceptance from God it becomes a burden becomes now I'm saved by works instead of because he loves me because he accepts me now I have to do this thing specified by a man and see this is exactly what happened in the story of Jacob, his 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 daughter Dina, and how she was captured by Shechem, the son of Amor. You see, Dina was captured, and this Shechem came and he took her for himself. He went into her, took her, and without approaching her father, without asking permission whether she can take him as his wife, but he just took her. And as Jacob's sons, Dina's brothers, found out about this, and as Shechem, the son of Amor, came to Jacob to come and ask for his daughter's hand in marriage, these sons were deeply angry. And rightfully so, they, their sister was taken unrighteously. 
not in the way that God has specified, where it is supposed to happen in a covenant relationship. But see what they did next was of an uncircumcised heart. The sons went and they said, oh, sure, you can take our sister. Only if your entire house, your people will follow our tradition of circumcision of the flesh. They told Shechem that if he does circumcision, that he can get Dina as his wife. But this was not what God made circumcision for. Circumcision, like I said, was only an outward manifestation of what was supposed to happen inside. But see, they were pushing it as a way of control on these people, these pagans who didn't even believe in God. That's how they used it. And it's the same way today. We can use the same thing. We can say, if you get circumcised, then you can become part of our church or our denomination. Or, or if you get, if you do this and this and this, only then you can become part, you can join our church. If you dress in this way, if you, if you do this or that, then you can become part of our church. If you use the right name, oh, if you use Jesus or instead of this name or this or that name, oh, and then you can't come into our church. If you use this name, yes, you can. Same thing, just different picture, but the same thing. It all comes from an uncircumcised heart, a lack of the filling of the Holy Spirit that indwells with him. And see, when Jacob's sons put this on Shechem, they went ahead and they did that. Shechem was so in love with Dina that he went ahead and he circumcised his whole house without even knowing what circumcision is about. And Jacob's sons and their uncircumcised hearts, because see, it takes an uncircumcised heart to push uncircumcision of the flesh before circumcision of the heart. It takes someone who is uncircumcised in heart to say you, your flesh needs to do this and this and this and this to a person before that person is changed from the inside out by God. Because see, it takes God's spirit first to come in and dwell the person and circumcise their heart before their flesh can really follow. And if we force their flesh to follow with an uncircumcised heart, we're, we're not getting anywhere. But this is exactly what the sons of Jacob did. And Shechem, they circumcised their flesh, but I mean, they didn't even follow God. It was whatever. And so in Deuteronomy 30, God talks about it and he says that, Deuteronomy 30, verse 6, and the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring so that you will love the Lord your God of all your heart, of all your soul, and that you may live. You see, it's not following God is not just about a behavior modification. It's not just about looking at a book of rules and, and saying, oh, OK, now I can I'm following these things and now now I'm saved. And now that's not what it's about. It is about a relationship with the father. It's about intimacy with your creator. He comes, he dwells you, he changes your nature where you want to. And by nature, start doing the things he laid out in his word. You see, that's what circumcision of the heart is. You've got circumcision of the heart and then the flesh starts falling by nature. He says, I'm going to take out your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. That means I'm going to take out that hard heart. I'm going to give you a heart of flesh. That means a heart that is that is by that is fleshly. That is going to it means it's going to be so natural for you to follow the things of my law that your flesh will find it easier because of the indwelling of my spirit in you. And so Jacob's sons, they just totally missed the goal of the law of God. They missed the goal of Torah. And in 1 Timothy, we see this goal of Torah laid out. 
1 Timothy 1 verse 4, nor pay attention to fables and endless genealogies, which cause disputes rather than an administration of God, which is in belief. Now, the goal of this command is to love from a clean heart, from a good conscience and a sincere belief, which some having missed the goal turned aside to senseless talk, wishing to be teachers of Torah, understanding neither what they say nor concerning what they strongly affirm. And we know that the Torah is good if one uses it legitimately. Knowing this, that Torah is not laid down for a righteous, but for the lawless and unruly, for the wicked and sinner, for the wrongdoer and profane, for those who kill their fathers or mothers or murderers, for those who whore, sodomites, kidnappers, for liars, perjurers, and for whatever else that is contrary to sound teaching. You see, this story fits perfectly in this passage because the sons of Jacob were trying to be teachers of Torah without understanding what Torah is about. They were trying to teach the law of God, the things of God, without knowing what the goal of the law is. What is the goal? 1 Timothy tells us, is to love from a clean heart. Was Jacob's sons loving from a clean heart? Shechem? You see, Yeshua, Jesus calls us to love our enemies, even those who wrong us dearly. But they failed us. And then what we see is, furthermore, in 1 Timothy, he writes that the law is not given for the righteous, but for those who are lawless. And he actually mentions kidnappers. Shechem was a kidnapper. You know, he, he and his people, they were lawless. They had no idea of God. Therefore, the Torah, the law is actually for them. That is, it is made for them. It's cut out for them to bring them to father. But the law is not cut out for them in the way. I mean, Jacob, the, the sons, they shouldn't have gone and been like, just do this and this and this law. And now, no, they had to do the goal of the law. What is the goal? Love. They had to love this other family. They had to come and show mercy and grace to this family. Because if they did, now God's spirit can come and change their hearts into a place where they can start following the law more appropriately. And then the circumcision of the flesh, the outside change starts by nature happening. You see, when we miss the goal of the law, there are two things that happen by nature. Number one, we turn to senseless talk, like explained in one Timothy. Senseless talk. We start focusing on things that are not important because we have no discernment. We are not circumcised in the heart. So we focus on the things of the flesh, the outward appearance. We focus on how we look into the world. We focus on whether our zitzit is long enough, if you will, like Jesus criticized the Pharisees. They just wanted to wear their zitzits long so that everyone can see how holy they are, even though behind closed doors, they're committing adultery and fornication and all these things. You see, there is that senseless talk and we get hooked on because it pleases the flesh. If one is not as uncircumcised in their heart, oh, their flesh will rule them greatly. And secondly, what happens after that is we don't reach the one that the Torah was intended for. Like Jacob's sons never reached Shechem. In fact, Jacob's sons, after Shechem's house circumcised themselves, they went with a sword right through their house. They killed the men. 
Was that love? Was that the fulfillment of the law in their hearts? No, they were far from it. They were they in their minds. They were saying, yes, we're telling them to get circumcised. That's a good thing. In their, in their minds, they were like, yes, we're, we're teaching them the Torah. They were wishing to be teachers of Torah. But in reality, they totally missed the point of Torah. If you have not love, you are disqualified from teaching completely. You should you ought never to speak a word of teaching around it because you've got no idea what you're talking about. If you have not love, you will miss God completely. You will miss his word completely. You will never find the purpose of your life. And then what happens as we are unable thereby to reach the one that the Torah, the law of God was intended for the sinner. He wrote in 1 Timothy, the law is not for the righteous, but for the sinner, the lawless one. You see, Jacob and them, they totally failed to reach the sinners. They totally failed to this opportunity of reaching these pagan people. Instead, they took a sword right through their camp and they killed them. They did the total opposite. You see, and oftentimes we come with our mouths and we come with a sword through the camp of the sinners by our Torah teachings, our law teachings of be obedient to this, do this, do this, do this, wear this, this long, do that. Because and then we be without applying the I love you. Let me show you how I can love you. Let me teach you how to love. Because when we do that, then the heart changes and then the rest follows. You see, it's actually really simple. Simple to those circumcised in heart, but not simple to those uncircumcised. Let your mouth be circumcised. Let your hands be circumcised. Let your feet be circumcised. Let your eyes be circumcised. Let all of you be circumcised for the Father, meaning give it all to the Father and let the Father guide that. You see, circumcision simply means we cut it. We are not allowing it. We're taking our flesh out of the way. We will not let our eyes judge. We will not judge by appearance. We will not just go where our feet wants to go. We will go where God wants us to go. We will not only help those we want to help. We will help everyone. That's what it means to be circumcised. You see, it's not something that you wear on the outside. It's something that emanates from your very inside being because you're so full to the brim from it on the inside. And that's what Jacob's sons lacked. Oh, crooked generation, if only you could see how to love. If only you could see that all your religious observances mean nothing without love. It means nothing. You think you can please God by keeping a Sabbath. The Pharisees did that. You think you can please God by by wearing this clothes. The Pharisees wore nice clothes. You think you can please God by going to church every Sunday or Saturday or whatever day you want to go. You think whatever religious observance is the thing that pleases God? No, a circumcised heart pleases God. And all these other things need to flow from that. And if it doesn't, you miss the point completely. You can might as well leave it. God calls us to walk as Yeshua. And number one, what he preached is love. Number one, I'm not talking about the love of of, of shoving the truth down someone's throat. I'm talking about the gentle, kind, sincere, humble, self-sacrificial love. 
that places others above yourself. You never try to get and do things for gain. You do you never do try to do things out of selfish ambition. You don't try to do things to look good to others. You do things so that God can look good, so that His glory can emanate, so His kingdom can be built, and so people can come to repentance. You see, Paul said, "Whatever I need to do, I'm going to do to get to these sinners. I'm not going to compromise, but whatever I need to do." I'm going to lay myself down for these people, even if they hate me. Paul was shipwrecked. He was stoned over and over and over again. He had anguish day and night, but he did it all for the sake of the gospel, for the kingdom of God. Because he was circumcised in heart, filled with the spirit and see if the spirit doesn't live in this lamp. if The spirit doesn't live in this body of yours. You'll never be able to walk like Yeshua walked. So seek the fullness of the spirit. Seek to be made in his image, to be made like him. Then you'll be filled with him, circumcised in heart, able to love, and then able to walk as Yeshua walked. May God bless you and keep you. (laughs) 